Uli Bwanji Lampurda. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from Thursday, the 5th of August, 2021. We'll let you know everything happening in Malawi for the week, every single week. Principal Secretary of the Ministry of Health, Dr. Charles Wansambo, said the country will, on Saturday the 7th, receive 300,000 doses of Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccines. He explained that Malawians will only need one dose of the Johnson Johnson vaccine as it provides over 90% immunity from COVID-19. Eligible persons are those 18 years of age and above. He also stated that Malawi will also receive AstraZeneca and Pfizer vaccines in a couple of weeks, citing that the ministry has placed an order to purchase 1.86 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine through the Africa Vaccine Transmission Program. Wansambo, who is leading the ministry at the meeting with the Parliamentary Committee on Health, also disclosed that the Ministry of Health will will be launching a digital vaccine certificate program soon. The program will allow people to generate the certificates on their mobile phones. A press release dated Wednesday the 4th, the Ministry of Health stated that to ensure continuous availability of COVID-19 vaccines in the country, other types of vaccines have been approved for use in Malawi. These include Johnson Johnson, Pfizer, BioNTech, Sinovac, and Moderna vaccines. Citizens have been encouraged to get the vaccines as soon as possible and not wait for specific brands as vaccines or as all vaccines are currently authorized, recommended, safe, and effective. This comes after the Lilongwe District Health Office announced that it had run out of the COVID-19 vaccines in all its delivery points on the 31st of July from the batch of 192,000 AstraZeneca vaccines that Malawi received on Saturday the 24th of July. People are still receiving their vaccines in other parts of the country. More details on vaccine delivery points can be found on the Malawi Ministry of Health's Facebook page. Legendary drama actor Eric Mabedi, who is fondly fondly known as Jacobo in theater circles, died in the early hours of Monday the 2nd at the age of 58. According to his younger brother, the actor succumbed to COVID-19. Jacobo was part of the famous Izeki and Jacobo duo and was a popular figure in stage drama, comic movies, and advertisements. His death comes a few days after the nation lost musician and broadcaster Sweeney Chimkango, who also succumbed to COVID-19. As tributes pour in for Jacobo, kind thoughts have been shared on social media that Malawian legendary artists need to be accorded their deserved national recognition. One comment on Facebook read, quote, Mabedi was one of the best theater giants, but unfortunately in Malawi, only politicians are recognized with military honors, conferred with honorary degrees, and have places and structures named after them, end quote. Another one read, quote, finally the curtain for Eric closes. This is the final bow on drama in Malawi. Most of these artists are long gone. The passing of Eric is like the final closing of a chapter on these great men and women from the 1980s, end quote. Eric Mabedi was laid to rest on Tuesday, the 3rd of August, in Blantyre City, people from all walks of life gathered at St. Montford Catholic Church for the prayer service before bidding an emotional farewell to the comedian at CI Cemetery. President Lazarus Chaqueta denied appointing his daughter to a diplomatic mission, disputing that his daughter's appointment was to the Brussels mission, but did not mention the specific mission where the daughter would serve. He said the Ministry of Foreign Affairs has the mandate to appoint people to work in diplomatic missions, and he has no idea how the appointment was made. The State House brief on Monday the 19th of July by Press Secretary Brian Bonda stated that President Chakwera had appointed his daughter Violet as the country's diplomat in Brussels, Belgium. It further backed this appointment, stating that the president's daughter is qualified and capable 
and her being the president's daughter should not stop her from occupying public office. Banda also argued that Violet went through normal recruitment processes and was vetted. Violet is the president's second child and is among several appointees who underwent training for diplomatic missions. President Chaqueta first denied his daughter's appointment in his interview on BBC's Hard Talk on the 27th of July and did the same on this Sunday the 1st in his press address at Kamuzu International Airport after returning from his trip to the UK where he attended the Global Education Summit. State House Director of Communications Sean Capondeni announced in a briefing on Monday the 2nd that Press Secretary Brian Banda will be flying to China on Friday this week. He explained that the Chinese government has invited Banda to attend a four-month fellowship at Peking University in China. Capondeni also added that an acting press secretary will be named in due course and will be conducting some of the press secretary duties until an acting press secretary is appointed by President Chaqueta. This comes after Banda announced that he would be leaving his post on the 28th of July. There were uncertainties around his departure, particularly on whether he had been fired or asked to resign from his post, especially because his announcement was made just after President Chaqueta had denied appointing his daughter to a diplomatic mission in Brussels, a direct contradiction to what Banda had stated in the State House presser just weeks before. Campodeni stated that although there have been speculations about Banda's scholarship and departure, what the State House stated remains the official stance on the matter. On Tuesday the 3rd, Pastor Martin Tom, advisor to President Chaqueta, was arrested as part of an investigation into how a loan authorization bill was smuggled into Parliament without Cabinet approval. State House Director of Communications, Campodeni, confirmed that the development during a briefing where he also indicated that the president was looking into the matter. It's alleged that other suspects from other government departments, including the Ministry of Finance, have also been arrested. A few hours later, after Tom's arrest, the government released a statement that said that the president had fired Tom following the allegations. On Wednesday, the 4th, police released on bail Pastor Martin Tom. He has since been charged with four offenses of abuse of office, submitting false documents, conspiracy to defraud, and making false document. The government and civil servants, servant trade union, CSTU, have agreed to increase civil servant salaries by an average of 12%. Acting Secretary General Mabuto Kaunga stated that 12% is a reasonable increment, adding that the government presented its problems regarding revenue generation. According to Kaunga, the increment ranges from 5 to 15%, depending on the role and position of the civil servants. The agreement was reached on the 28th, after CSTU had threatened to stage industrial action over a 15% salary hike demand on the 26th of July, government had been given a seven-day ultimatum to increase civil servant salaries or risk a countrywide strike. The Malawi Electoral Commission, MEC, has made a resolution that only staff that are vaccinated against COVID-19 should be going to their offices and those that are not vaccinated should stay home and come after receiving their vaccines. MEC Director of Communications Sangwani Mwafulirwa confirmed this, stating that the decision has been made in the best interest of the employees. This has caused debate among the citizenry about whether it's fair for employers to force their staff to receive the vaccination, while others view it as human rights abuse and forced vaccinations. Others are of the view that employers have the right to make such mandatory decisions for their companies and staff's well-being. Any thoughts on the issue? Get in touch and let us know at our email address at the end of the episode. 
21 people died while eight others sustained serious injuries following an accident involving two trucks and a coaster at Lizulu in Encheo District on Sunday the 1st around 1 a.m. The coaster vehicle had 28 women on board at the time of the accident. They were heading back to Chihuahua District after an exchange visit with a fellow women's group at Chindole Village within Mlanda area in Ncheu. Vice President Salos Chilima expressed sorrow over the tragic accident and said the government would assist the affected families. The government provided coffins and other expenses to have the victims buried in a dignified manner. The president declared two days of mourning. He also said that all national flags fly at half-mast during the two-day mourning period for the deceased. Police statistics show that from January to June, Cheu District had registered 90 road accidents, out of which 38 were fatal. The statistics further show that 47 people have lost their lives due to accidents and 79 sustained injuries. Our last story this week, the former president, Peter Mutarika, has asked the Anti-Corruption Bureau, ACB, to allow him a week-long rest before he can be interviewed about suspected abuse of his duty-free status while in office. Last week, Mutarika described the interview as a political persecution, as none of his predecessors were subject to the same. He availed himself to the ACB investigators on the virtual platform where he was meant to be interviewed, but his lawyers immediately indicated he was unwell. ACB Director General Martha Chizuma confirmed that the lawyers for the two parties discussed the situation and agreed to allow the former president to recuperate. It's alleged that between 2018 and 19, the former president's access taxpayer identification number was used to import 1.2 million bags of cement worth 5.1 billion kwacha duty-free. That's it for this week. Remember to subscribe, get notifications every time we upload a new episode. Feel free to contact us about your thoughts about obligatory vaccinations and work or anything else. We want to hear from you. Podcast at Rorschach.com. Do we miss anything? Let us know as we want to keep you informed. Any other stuff you want to hear more of, send us an email. Itani Buino.